Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. We did it, y'all. We are here. <laughs> we spoke it into the universe. The Demon King, Tom Coughlin, has been removed from his ivory tower and plunged into the lake of fire. His reign of terror has ended. Thanks to me, I said it. You heard it on Monday. I said, fire Tom Coughlin. The man is gone. He's out of here. Never have I been so happy over a man losing his job. But it is. Today is, is the day. It's in dawn of a new era. <laughs> Thank you for your service, Seth. Truly, how can we Thank ever repay you? And and late edition, because he was playing the musical instruments again. <laughs> Forest, I'm sure he didn't expect to be uh, thrown off by no that glorious celebration of the firing of Tom Coughlin. Uh, he's out of here. He's out of here. <laughs> Strike three. You ru- ruined me <laughs> once. Shame on you. Ruin the Jags twice. Shame on you again. Get out of here. Put him in prison. <laughs> oh, man. I love this. This is good. Um, I texted uh, the family about the Tom Coughlin getting fired. It was great. Got that notification while I was eating some Olive Garden. It was, Ooh, it was great. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. Man. What a surprise! What a, like a what, early what will an Seth early Christmas next? gift. What what will Seth call next? From now on, Seth, I need you to make sure uh, if you don't know what we're referencing. Last week, at the end of the episode, I said, "Seth, do you have any last ideas or anything?" And he said, uh, "Fire Tom Coughlin." And three days later, boom. Uh, here we are. Yep. Tom Coughlin has been fired. Out of here. From the Jaguars. Gone. And so, yes. Dead. Now on, not you dead, need to. Dead in the water. I, I just hope you'll use your powers for good and not for evil. Yeah. I um, make no promises. Yeah. <laughs> As expected. I I love the chaotic energy. I'm here for it. Um, how's it going? I, I, we literally talked like four days ago and did an episode, but we, we had a lot of feelings. It was a two hour long episode about our, some, some of them frustrated gamer feelings, some of them nicer. Have we come back around and maybe changed our opinions on them a little bit? Or are we, on what? We still there. On like, our thoughts from are we, are we maybe less frustrated? Have we calmed down? Because I I have realized that maybe they didn't want to show their whole hand for this console generation as to maybe why there was weaker announcements. But No, nah, that thing sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My thoughts haven't changed uh, too much. But I'm excited for E three. It's frustrating. Kaylee Keely Kaylee K K Dog the G Man. Uh, has been Big GK. Uh, bragging about it on the Twitter. And, like, Why? I guess it got more views than the Academy Awards and the Grammys altogether. That's the power um, of gamers. Which it's really easy to do when you're on, like, everything for free. Yep. Is it really free, which, though, if two-thirds of the program are advertisements? No. No, it's not. And I, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. So I guess we don't need to super retread that. Um, let's talk about what we played this week, uh, at least within the interim of the couple of days that we have had time. Um, I'll start with saying that I have continued to play Control, and it is very good. And I tried playing it the other night while talking to Seth, and I was sick. Mm. And I was playing it so poorly, and I was just getting more and more mad. And finally, I just told Seth, I'm like, listen, I'm going to go to bed. I have to stop playing this. Because 
if you are playing that game and not paying attention to what you're doing and like making sure you're constantly moving and stuff, yeah. you just get wrecked by you're gonna get dead every time. And so like I was just running in hardcore with the shotgun thing, really trying to brute force stuff. That's not how that works. <laughs> Especially at the point in the game where I'm at right now. Yeah. It's they're requiring you to uh, use your brain a little bit, and I was not doing that. So I'm glad the combat is a is is uh, is becoming more of a thoughtful um, tactical combat sort of thing, where you are having to think and and pay attention to enemy types because it was not that at the beginning. It was you could brute force it a lot more, and now you have to actually like use your powers and everything like yeah. i'm using shield way more and i'm using my telepathy way more and stuff like that so well very very cool what about you seth are you are you still digging control i have finished control oh I, okay i took control all right as one might so, say don't don't spoil anything because i know the story gets a little crazy oh yeah well yeah well yeah I mean, where where are you in the game? Um, I just met the military. I forget her name, mm. but I just met Hawthorne? her in the parapsychology thing. Mm. Yeah, there might be. I'm not sure. It actually unfolds rather uh, as expected. Um, yeah, uh, it's interesting the way, the way that I feel about the game. Um, I, I'm going to talk, I, I, I want to talk about this a lot more when we do our, um, our year in review episode and like the way, uh, expectations affect, um, the way you perceive a game as you're playing it. Uh, because, um, I know that, that, that certainly happened to me in this game and, and it's left me at a point where like, I'm not like, I, I, I did enjoy the game a lot while I was playing it, but it, it's, I've, I'm left in this place where I don't really know what I feel about it. I mean, I know it's good and I know I enjoyed it. Um, and I know that it's like, like it looks really cool. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just weird. The place that I'm at, um, like thinking, when thinking about the mechanics, um, like you, you talk about how combat became, has become more tactical. Um, and I don't know if I agree with that now, but there it's where the, the, the arc of your character's strength in the game, it kind of, um, at least for me, it seemed to, like, exponentially increase at one point. Um, and so... See, I still feel pretty underpowered going into some yeah. of this stuff. Uh, like, I got to the point where, like, I, I don't know that I ever actually used, felt like I needed to use the shield power in the game. Um, and there's a power, like a mind control power... That you I get. just got that. Um, I mean, it's just and it's useful in parts, but I also like there were never parts where I felt so overwhelmed that I needed another person. Um, and it also has to do with kind of the way that AI of the mind-controlled enemies works. Like they don't really seem that useful. Um, but like the combat in the game, like mainly like revol it it evolves into use telekinesis to throw stuff at people and, t and then it when it runs out you shoot them um <laughs> and like you never really have to find different i don't know i just don't i you... i don't know that there were ever really any intellectually challenging encounters there's one Do you feel like the the telekinesis is more powerful than the gun oh it absolutely is oh really yeah Okay, so maybe that's where I'm going wrong because I'm using gun first and then telekinesis. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, because like the telekinesis, you can directly increase the power of it with skill points. 
uh, and with, I mean, you can increase the gunpowder with mods, um, but I don't know that, I mean, I don't know that the gun strength, I mean, it must increase, but there's not really any way to track it. I guess upgrading the gun makes it stronger, but, um, those upgrades are like fewer and farther between, uh, and it's just, right. it's easier to track the strength of your launch power um and it does and it really it does more damage like it does more damage against shielded enemies uh and like you you get to the point where basically any most enemies you can take out with one object um and like i don't know this isn't explicitly a bad thing because it does be it, it it is fun to have like a super overpowered character when you are like compared to what you're going up against um but then the problem becomes like the only way for th for them to increase difficulty is to just send more waves and waves of more enemies at you um oh okay and so like it doesn't it doesn't it like it, it's sort of this kind of diminishing returns on how engaging the fights become. Um, I understand. Uh, and so, like, when I think about the game, I think I... It's it's just so weird because, like, so much of the way you interact with the world is through combat. Um, like, there and there is stuff where that isn't the main your main interaction. Um, and that stuff, in, like, hindsight, seems to me is the most engaging parts of the game. But it's just weird that you interact throughout the game with the game so much in combat and the combat is like to me anyway the least compelling. Uh I mean like powers are cool when you get them, but they don't uh outside of um like you get you get the you get launch power, the telekinesis power early on and that and the levitation power are the only mandatory ones that you need that you like are forced to get um uh and you could probably reasonably play without any of the optional ones and not have a too different um experience the dodge power is also i think um probably the other most useful one just because of how how much of a um premium yeah. movement is in combat um but it's just like i don't know the the combat is more um passable than it is something that i enjoyed doing um but that being said like the stuff around it I think is very good. Um it's been interesting reading some stuff and watching videos like you have to like I think there it's it's a certain type of fiction that some people will just click with and other people won't. Um and like all the you know kind of all the accoutrements to the to the the story going on. Um like either you you're the kind of person who will go and look through all of the all of the collectibles and read all the stuff and learn about this world and be engaged in it that way. Um, but if you're not that person, that it, it the the game might not be as compelling for you as it was for me. Um, and so, like that was an interesting thing I found when I was hearing what other people had to say about the game. Um, because I am, I'm obviously like a sucker for all the collectibles and all the, the the lore stuff, yeah. and especially just like the type of fiction that it is, with the sort of, um, the, the the supernatural or paranatural as they call it, like juxtaposed against the mundane, um, like it's really intriguing to me, and so this, it was I was kind of a sucker for it, and also like. I knew from the outset there was going to be an Alan Wake um, tie to the game, and so that I think that also did a lot of the legwork of making me want to invest in this world. The just the prospect of the of it then connecting into Alan Wake, and it honestly, like I was, 
I texted you this the other day, like Alan Wake is legit in the game in an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. I was really surprised how like overt in later in the game it is the connection of the worlds and how like like I don't know if I would call this a backdoor sequel to Alan Wake. Um and we'll see what happens when the the expansion comes out in the summer. Um, but that stuff definitely makes me excited. Um, but it's just weird. Uh, another thing, like, along with, while the combat is just, like, kind of this passable thing, also, like, the main, the, the characters that you interact with are also not super compelling. Like, I don't know. It just, to me, as I was going through the, the, the world that they built was so much more intriguing than the actual things I was doing in it. Um, yeah, I feel like the oldest house was meant to be the the star of the show, though. Like that's yeah, and I it, I mean I totally get that because it is it is like the coolest thing about the game. Like yeah, like Jesse, she's you know she's fine. Um, there are some some of her character turns later in the game did not exactly feel believable they didn't really feel unbelievable it was just like she's this and then she's this next this. thing and it's like yeah. yeah well okay i guess um the okay I, this, i'm trying to think what i can say without i don't want to be <laughs> spoilery uh, well, I want to I want to ask you, do you think they added the Alan Wake Easter egg after they got the rights to him? Like if that like was I wonder if that was in a patch. Uh because... no, I'm pretty sure it was in the game from the beginning. Okay. I'm I was just curious cuz I don't know how how much control they had over that. Yeah, but property. I mean they might also have known that that stuff was going to happen like Fair beforehand. Enough. Um and I'm pretty sure they always owned the IP. They just didn't have publishing rights. And that's what they got back from Microsoft. I don't know. Um, that's not really important. Um, I will say, the cool, honestly, the coolest character arc in the game came, uh, again, from like the supplemental stuff. Like the arc of uh, both the, the previous Director Trench and of the, um, the Doctor... Man, what's his name? I can't believe I forget. Uh, you know the the scientist who 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 does all uh, the little like the the little videos. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like he has a a legit character arc and development as you go through the game and find those videos, and those oh, okay. are like, um, Doctor uh, Darling was his name. Um, yeah, and yeah, those yeah. are like the two. He was up for a game award. Yeah, get it, I was surprised at it. Like knowing what I know now, I think he should have got it. Of course, you know, I don't know how, what. I've not seen a whole lot of of Mad's performance in Death Stranding. Um, <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if like he just got it because he's Mads Mikkelsen. But this guy, the guy who played it, was he was very good. Um, and those are like those are like the the most interesting characters and they're not even characters that you meet in gameplay um right uh which is interesting um and it's just i i wonder if it's like they intentionally built the game like that um cuz like as you say the oldest house is kind of the star of the show um that's what keeps me playing the game and if is I I'm just interested in and this. if they were like if they wanted if like if maybe if they realize that and d design the story around that to kind of keep your focus on instead of the people but the place and the things that are going on um, then it definitely worked if that was their intention and even if it wasn't that's how it ended up being um, but it's it's because it's just such a cool place to go through and and see the way it. It uh, expands as your arsenal expands, um, and there are some there's some very cool like little set pieces that 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 change the the geometry of the world. I w I really wish there were more. Um, I'm trying to think if you will have 
seen any i don't know uh but it's really cool uh as and as you get deeper in the game when you see the the more the the weirder areas in the oldest house it's just like man i want more um and it's also like i also wish though that like you because you see all these files about these um altered world events that happen um and a huge plot point as you like go go through the story is like the origin of jesse and the whole thing that happened in her town called the the town ordinary um and I really wish you could you could see that stuff because those like I wish there was a mode that you could go on like missions to these alter world events, yeah. Um, because those those are also like so like interesting. It's weird. Um, it reminds me of I'm trying to think. It, it's kind of like. Like Destiny and the way that you would read the like how they had all the little lore outside the game and you read it and you're like, Man. Yeah. I wish yeah, I could yeah. play like that. The Grimoire stuff. Yeah. Um And this game is also like that. Uh I mean the the the, the stuff that would be the Grimoire is like less f- fleshed out than it is in Destiny. Um but also that kind of you're not a hundred percent sure of what happening sort of adds to the appeal um but also the stuff in the actual game is is still cool um like i'm not saying that the the stuff that would happen outside of right. the oldest house is more interesting but it's just like i also wish that i could like do stuff that this that the bureau is doing um but i can't because of this this lockdown that they're under um yeah um all right, so we should we should do a small, we'll do a small spoiler corner because uh, I do plan on playing this game and beating it by next week. Um, well, w- before our next recording, so uh, maybe if we have time, we'll do a small spoiler cast um, or a section of our game of the year conversation where we'll talk about it. Because I, I am I'm going to power through this game, and next week it's Christmas, so I'll have a little bit of time. So. Man, there's uh, this one section. Yeah. Late in the game, it's like this. It's like ten minutes long, but it's so cool and so fun. Um, Good. I can't wait till you get to that. The uh, the ashtray maze. It's very Ooh. it's very impressive. Um, Forrest, did you play anything since we last spoke? Yes, I haven't played anything new. Just going back through some of the older things now. I'm, I'm working my way more through uh, Resi Two or Resident Evil 2 Remake, and I played some Halo ODST and Halo Reach. Yeah, how's that go? I love it. Yeah, I feel so good. happy every Halo time Reach, I play them. the multiplayer still stands, baby. Yeah, I haven't even oh. touched the multiplayer. I, it's so good. I actually have an experience of that. So I got Game Pass back. Good. Oh, you, yeah, that's right. You know I immediately installed Master Chief Collection, which... Uh, by the way, it's really dumb that I have to download and install this 120 gigabyte game just so I can play Halo Reach. Yep. Uh, that's okay, dumb. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, but like, I got into Reach and I queued up a match. I I didn't remember the controls. Um, and yeah, me either. Oh my god! And the yeah. first match I get into was freaking SWAT, and I yeah. did so bad. SWAT's I'm so bad at SWAT. He'll get uh, back in the swing of it. I was never good at SWAT. <laughs> oh. Okay, never mind. I then. hate SWAT, and that was the first match, and I was like, this is terrible, and I'm running around trying to figure out which control scheme I want, and I got one. All right, we got to gotta play together. If I had known that you – if I had remembered the other day in my haze of sickness that you had Game Pass, I would have said, hey, let's play SWAT – or let's play Halo instead um, instead of just talking in that chat. Yeah. Because that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm prepared to go back through that campaign, baby. All right. Let's do a fun little round of some interesting conversation. I think we should do. Okay. I think, I'd think i like to think that we do that every week. Yeah. Um, 
we we kind of did this last week where we had a second topic uh, before we went to break, and I want to do that again. Well, since Star Wars Episode Nine is coming out tomorrow for the world to see, finally everyone is going to get to see the conclusion of the Skywalker saga, oh, as everyone says. God, spare me. Um, <laughs> what is y'all's favorite Star Wars game? Doesn't doesn't have to be like what like maybe one that has, you know, the fondest memories, or like because there's been a ton of them. There's like oh yeah the yeah. Warriors of Terracossi, that bad fighting game. There's yep, that's one. <laughs> Name the rest. That's not my favorite, but it's it is. There's there's tons of them out there. So what what is your favorite? Uh, I will probably be the one to give the most milk toast answer but i'm gonna say the original battlefront 2 mm. uh i didn't uh, i didn't good. get yeah oh yeah it's fantastic it so it's good. still good um i didn't get to really delve into the star wars games as a kid i my exposure was pretty much battlefront and the force unleashed and that's about it uh but I've I've always heard about the other ones, and I really wanted to play some like the Jedi Academy stuff. And those are good. Yeah, that that's again that's what I've heard. I just don't have any experience with them, but I sunk so many hours into Battlefront Two uh, with my cousin, uh, with some of my friends um, back in the day, and I I never got to play online with it until one day. I think I was in middle school, and my Xbox Live ran out. And so I booted up the PS2 and plugged in an Ethernet cable to it because it was able to do that. And I played a few rounds online because for some reason servers were still up and it was a solid time. I, but with that game though, I, there's like this heroes versus villains mode. I don't, I don't know if it's exactly called that, but I think it is. Well, if it is, then heck yeah, I'm glad I was on the money. Um, but I I would always just go on the most Eisley level and play heroes versus villains, and I would just run around as um Darth Maul. No, I I always played the heroes side. Darth I, Luke. Yes. <laughs> yes, Darth. Luke. Yes, Darth Luke. You that's know, his. You know uh, him well. That's Return of the Jedi Luke. Ooh. Spoiler alert. Well, <laughs> um, but no, uh, the game I would let you play is Ala Sakura. If you remember her, she was a Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. And she I, died on the cool uh, flowery planet yeah. uh, when Order 66 was executed. I always what? played as her because I really liked that she. Yeah, she was the, the blue Twilight that died in the cool oh, swampy planet. Oh, are those the things with the hair, with like the tentacle heads? Yes. Yes. Okay. Twilights. Yeah. Well, excuse I, me, I, princess. I don't know what I <laughs> I thought you were but talking yeah. about Twilight, the novel. No. I did watch some of Breaking Dawn mm. the other day on mm. TV. Nice. Terrible. And I remembered. Yeah. Okay, we don't need to go down that. Yeah. But I, I was Jacob. just played as her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We were both Team Jacob. All right. Cool. <laughs> what were you? Care. What were you for? <laughs> what were you for? I've never cared about Twilight. Yeah, but I, what were I'm you? Neutral. It's a shame. I mean, I'll be Team Jacob just because mm-hmm. that's my you middle name, but there like, you go. I have no other reason. You chose correctly. You have no okay. emotional attachment to these characters. How dare yeah, you? Exactly. Sorry, fella. You got to go watch the movies at ten o'clock at Do night I at Hollywood Sixteen oh, yeah. because you're ashamed of other people seeing you <laughs> yeah. in the movies, like me and Seth. Yep. If you know what, if they have a <laughs> so showing of it any time within the next we've year, we've derailed. I will do that. Seth, what is your favorite Star Ooh. Wars game? Mm, I want you to go before me so I can base my answer off of what you say. <laughs> okay, because um, uh, I just don't want to. I just don't want to say the same thing. Well, my favorite is, um, to be honest, it it genuinely goes back to the old days of when I was young, and my favorite is Super Empire Strikes Back. Ah. I played that on the SNES a lot. Nice. Nice. I have very fond memories of playing And that. yet, it's your least favorite of the movies. Mm. Yeah. It is my least favorite. No, no, no. Return of the Jedi is my least favorite. Well, you put ESB at number seven, so that's still trash. Uh, so my favorite... <laughs> um, 
I have I have very fond memories of different games. Like I remember I really enjoyed the Rogue Squadron games. Those are great. Oh yeah. Um, GameCube. I have uh one of the first games I ever played online was uh Jedi Knight Two Jedi uh was that Jedi Outcast? Uh, uh yes, it was Jedi Outcast. Playing online on that and I had a yellow lightsaber and that was really fun. Um Did you ever watch X Play as a kid, Seth? Or uh the G four? Uh yeah. not really. No. There was like an esports show where Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast was the final round. No, I didn't. I to... didn't play. Okay, I didn't play Jedi Outcast. I played Dark Forces Two. Oh, uh, okay, okay. And then I think Jedi Outcast was after that. Yeah, it was. Um. Yeah, apparently, like there was a huge scene of the of the lightsaber dueling in Jedi Outcast and in Jedi Academy. Oh yeah, it was serious. Um. But I wouldn't know. I never played those. Uh, and, I've, of course, you know, I'm a big Battlefront 2 guy. Woo. That was a great game. Um, but The original Battlefront 2. Yeah. Yes. It captures the... You have to, you have to clarify. That's the true. That's true. Of it all really well. uh, is, it, is, is, it, okay, is it Battlefront 2 with Roman numerals? Is that the yeah, original? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would have to say... My favorite Star Wars game would be Episode One Racer. Oh yeah, mm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Love that game on the sixty-four. That's my second. Played through the whole thing. Got unlocked all the characters, including Sebulba. Uh, and I loved like the. I mean, it had a very rudimentary uh, pod upgrade system where you went and you could buy parts from Watto. And he was a jerk. Um, and I, I'm trying to remember who my main was. I always liked Ben Quadraneros because he had four engines, but he died was, too easily. I was about to say Ben Quadraneros is my favorite. Um, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> well, that, that's, not, that's not my favorite. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, um, Bowls Roar. I liked him. Uh, gosh. Oh, I'm looking at this list and I just see all these characters, and I and I'm and I'm it's it's all coming back to me. Gaz Gano. Oh, I love the the uh, the announcer on that game. Team Topagalese. That might have been it. Yeah, that might have been it. I don't remember. I remember his uh his pod was like a like a circle, like it had a um, like it wasn't just an open oh, thing. It was yeah, like a full yeah, yeah, circle. Yeah. yeah. I always remember the the ep, the racetrack where you went uh, in the water. Yes, like underwater. Yeah, that was my favorite. I just and I remember you had to you had to work so hard to get Sebulba, and then he was freaking terrible. Like he couldn't yeah, he was, couldn't control. I mean, he was fast, I guess, but he was hard to. And the only thing he could shoot fire out of it, which I guess is good, but you know whatever. Did you ever play Star Wars Bounty Hunter or Star Wars Republic Commando? Yes. I didn't I never played those. Okay, so quick thing. Republic Commando is my second favorite. Yeah, that's that's up there. It's very good. I I pray at least once a week that the, we get a new one. The Bounty Hunter honest. game came out in O two and was very good. Yeah. You got to fly around in a jetpack as Django Fett in that. Yeah. It was awesome. Not Boba Fett. Django oh. Fett. What about Mando? Nah, not Mando. I'm just, I'm not caught up on Mandalorian. Pretty good. The the Doctor Who Star Wars show, which I'm fine with. Yeah, because I like Doctor Who. Um, but yeah, was there any other Star Wars video game takes that we have before we go to break? Mm. No, I I just want a new Republic Commando. Yeah, make more. Yeah. Jedi Fallen Order might be the best Star Wars property we get this year, possibly, if this movie is bad. So, yeah. I mean. What ugh. about instead of Republic Commando, Resistance Commando? Or Imperial Commando. Yeah, but then you're a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, we, we got that with Battlefront 2 story mode. Oh, we don't yeah, need it. That's right. I didn't play that. 
Wait, you mean the new one or the? Yeah, the new okay, one. Okay, yeah. I the didn't Battlefront Two story mode is just Imperial Commando. Oh well. You are the shucks. bad guy commando. So, sorry. Darn. Yeah. Okay, I'll take a resistance commando then. All right. Um, and so, um, if you just give us a second, we will be right back to talk about the news. And we're back. Hopefully during that break, you looked at the social media as usual. You liked all of our pages. The Suplex the Sticks Instagram where I post Forrest's face next to the microphone every week. Except for last week. Except for last week. I took up that role and put it Uh, online. Yeah, you did. And I shared it to the Suplex's story. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, we we post on there as often as possible. Tried to interact with y'all and we appreciate any interaction back we get um let other people know about the show that's the best way to support us we appreciate it the most um and it's it's always uh, appreciated we got a lot of good awesome plans for 2020 and hopefully we will grow from here it's going to be good and we're excited um i also would be remiss to leave out something that i we did not talk about before the break, guys. What so, was it? Um, one of the best do? Star Wars games. One of the best Star Wars games that ever came out was Connect Star Wars. Ah, that's right. Mm. And we did not. Or Star Wars Connect. I don't know which way it went. Um, but, you know, you got to be a Rancor in that game. You got to control a lightsaber with your hand in that game. And you also got to dance to heavily edited pop songs to fit into the Star Wars universe in that game. Disgusting. No, it's not disgusting. <laughs> you got to be uh, Han Solo uh, with the Jason Derulo hit song Solo and, you know, the the version of heavily edited version of the YMCA edited to be It's Great to Be in the Empire Today. Mm. That's... That's, that's propaganda. Not, yeah. <laughs> yes. No. All, indeed. Propaganda. Second of all, it that indeed does not was propaganda. Roll off the <coughs> also, so, we forgot to mention Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars is great, but man, did connect Star Wars <laughs> really really blow it out of the water. It brought the Star Wars franchise to a whole to new a whole level. new yeah. level. It really popped. Um, Star Wars was at its peak the day that Connect Star Wars. You know, yeah, I, I mean, do you want th- to you mention. You track it, it probably you could argue it went downhill since. I I <laughs> want to mention that that game sold gangbusters at GameStop. The amount of people coming in to get it, it was wild. Um, just because of the lightsaber mode and the rancor stuff, it was a lot of people were super into it. Um, the Connect was a crazy fad. It was great. Great, great little. Also device. crazy that it just doesn't exist anymore. Yep, yeah. just defunct. Used to come mandatory with an Xbox One, and yeah, I miss it. Honestly, really. Yeah, the, huh. uh, I miss. Now I tell Alexa to turn my Xbox on, which it might just have done from the other room. You should just call her Connecta. Yeah, Connect. <laughs> um, she wouldn't answer to that. Um, I bet you could train but, her. <laughs> train the AI. Uh, that's what, that's what they do with AIs. They train them. So, Ask Nidian. <laughs> Nidian. He knows. Um, he is an AI. All right. Is he an AI? Mm, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all right. Hopefully, Nidian isn't listening to all of these episodes as an AI to gain more information on us. Mm. Yes, that would be terrible and not what he was designed to do. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's go through the news. Um, starting off with the greatest revelation of all time, um, that Puma is making uh, gamer sock shoes. Mm. And they're going to be yeah, are, are they socks or are they shoes? They're both. Sock shoes. Um, 
they Shocks. have a medial wrap-up grip for when you're in seek mode mm. and a lateral wrap-up support when you're in attack mode what and a heel wrap-up stability in cruise and defense mode this that's sucks. right this has different modes what? seth is, wait, uh, did you not read the product description no of, this I, thing? of course i did not i thought it was Man, stupid i looked I'm at buying it. a pair um so forty dollars let me understand are these socks designed for you to do stuff that you do in games these are socks and shoes well, okay. in one and but, they're designed for at home and in arena use per the product description yeah but for your esports gamers out there that are going to wear them in the arena but like i'm saying this very sarcastically are they but presuming it, that you're doing live action fortnite yes and that's no, they're why presuming... you need to go into attack mode <laughs> yes I, you know you know we're all going to be we're all going to be dumb when the real vr hits and these are the shoes that <laughs> need to be used for that it's going to be like in <laughs> what was that book movie ready player one yeah. it's going to be like in ready player one these yep. shoes are the future i'm just being sarcastic but are they... i think they do look kind of cool yeah yeah they're definitely they, interesting they... looking I'd agree. They look like socks that have tough soles on the bottom so you can walk around in socks, which I'm all for. Yes. If I had them, I so. would put them on every time I, I was in my gamer mode. So, well, <laughs> hold on. You have four different modes that, like, seek, attack, cruise, and defense. You, Which one are you most in? Mm, probably cruise. Uh, I'm yeah. a big cruise guy. Yeah. Yeah. I can go on the attack, though. I would probably be in seek mode. <laughs> what do these I words think. even mean, honestly? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is weird. Ninja helped develop them, I guess. Oh, God. I hate that guy. Okay, Jeff. yeah, that's why. But he also, he also... Ninja, never forget like that I, for I refuse to allow Ninja to make a sandwich. Yeah. Also, Ninja doesn't know how to cut bread. That's true. I, I watched it happen. That's on, unfortunate. On a GIF because I, uh, I hate that man. All right, um, whatever. I don't get streamers. It's whatever. Um, Borderlands Three Stadia is an old version, two <laughs> months older, in fact, than the one you can have on consoles today. Why is this a thing when? It's technically housed on a PC that you're streaming to your TV. That doesn't make sense. Who knows? As with many things, Stadia, the technology just isn't there yet. Yes, I agree with you. I I just I had to bring it up because I don't understand. It yeah, breaks I, my brain a little. It really doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense why more games aren't on it? No, that why they're getting a two-month-old version of the game. No, no, I was saying that as like a list. Like, oh. I was starting to list. Like, it doesn't make sense that more games aren't on it. It doesn't make sense that you're getting old games that are forced to 30 frames per second regardless of your internet speed, which is one of the things this uh, product touts that you can have uh, technically upward scaling as long as your internet's good enough the highest you know quality graphics and everything and i bet you the menus still run like crap on this thing because it's two months behind on updates yep i haven't even plugged i haven't even put the disc back in to get the update for the new menus because you know uh, i just haven't i don't have a reason to get back into the game until the dlc's out and then i have to pray that seth gets the dlc mm. so one day Maybe I'll just have to buy it for him. It's fair. Make him, force him to play the game with me. Um, all right. Is there any other news that you guys know of? I don't want to be the only one listing news. No, it, it's been such a slow news week. Aside, like, for me, at least, aside from just, like, some new Final Fantasy VII remake screenshots. And that's about it. I mean, we did just put out an episode on Monday, so it's not like there could be that much. There's the Fortnite Star Wars event. Yeah, that yep. happened. I got my Whisper Glider and then 
turned the game off. Nice. So I also rode the new ride that day. Yeah? Yeah, that was fun. Nice. Don't need to go super into Did that. But I do in Fortnite. No. That would have been cool. That would no. be cool. I did tell Seth though that um because you know I told you I've told you guys before that Smuggler's Run is the the ride at Disney that is basically a video game, right? Yeah. And turns out it runs on Unreal Four. Huh. Um, also, that's why I thought it didn't look good. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> it looked great. It. No, there I'm kidding, are plenty I'm of Unreal games that look fine. Oh yeah, for sure. I just how like, dare I, you? I just like poking fun at Unreal. So, um, also, I I know that we've talked about how the game has separate tracks. I was forced onto a completely separate track the other day because of two parents that. Like no. the two parents that told the game they were playing and then stopped playing, and so uh, to record their kids doing oh the stuff in the ship. So we like actively failed. It was crazy, um, but it gave me a whole new experience in the ride. So that was kind of neat. So there are definitively multiple tracks you could get on. Um, are there as many so. tracks as there were on Connect Star Wars? I don't know. I I I I don't know if I can answer that accurately or not. Mm. All right. Um, do you guys want to talk about this weird button for the DualShock Four? Yes, it, it gives uh, your PlayStation Four controller a a, a manly two, bulge. Two more <laughs> buttons and a bulge. The bulge, even. It gives you a touchscreen on the back of your controller that you can't see all the time, mm. unless you turn your controller around. It's a perfect combination for the touchscreen on the front of the controller that you never use. That's true. Yes. Um, it's just like the Vita with the. Why are they adding onto this back. controller when there's a new one coming out in like less than a year? Who knows? But the, this makes me think that they may try to implement this technology into the new DualShock mm. for the PS5 just like out like from the get go. No. I, I, I hope so. not. They're too because I don't, I don't so. see the point in it. But as as I would a, not be surprised. As Jurassic Park once said, they're too busy concerned about whether they could to think about whether they should. That's true. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's, you know, I think it makes sense as sort of like, you know, if you want the Xbox Pro Elite controller experience, but don't, but you have a PS4 and don't want to pay two hundred dollars for a controller, you go get a little, a little nub that you stick on, and there you go, you got some extra, extra buttons. <laughs> extra buttons and a touchscreen yep. that yep. you're never gonna look at. Or LCD, at least. I don't know if it's touch, but it's definitely an LCD screen. All right. Let's, let's, Nintendo Switch is doing a weird Spotify-esque thing. Or Nintendo, as a whole, is doing a Spotify-esque game in review, or year in review for video gaming on the Nintendo Switch, if you log in with your account. And I know everyone here Seth, hopefully, and uh, Forrest has logged into theirs so that we can all discuss ours. I have. Yes. It's true. All right. So we'll let Seth go first because I'm curious. I'm so curious. Okay. Where to start? Where Seth, to start? What was your top five games of the year? Top five games. Uh, oh, I was. Tetris 99. If, okay. You got number one. That's literally. <laughs> Uh, that's the first one on the list. Uh, Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, uh, guess the other Pokemon. One. Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem. Right. You didn't get Luigi. Think you think don't. earlier. Think back back farther. Oh my gosh, I can't remember what came out that you bought. One of them is a game not from this year. But Breath of the Wild. No, from the oh. end of last year. Oh my gosh. What is it? A Smash and uh, Final okay, so Fantasy yeah. 7. Would you believe it? Oh, yeah, uh, you did play Final Fantasy 7 yeah. before camp. I played uh, 18 different games on Switch. I played 
Oh, really? 394 hours of Nintendo Switch this year. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. Jeez. My, wow, mine is drastically different than yours both ways. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Do you, Here's guess an, mine. an interesting thing, though. In the month of October, I only played my Switch for three hours. I don't know why. That can't be true. No, it is. Uh, I don't know what, like what I would have not been playing. I guarantee the three hours were Tetris, but I don't know <laughs> why it wasn't more. Like what? What? Else, what was I playing, or what was I doing to not be playing Switch? Um, my most in in August I played eighty four hours, and it's funny because that makes total sense because that was when I got back from camp and I was sick, and I didn't want to ever move, and Fire Emblem had just come out. And so that's all I did in October, in August. That does make there sense. There you go. All right. Uh, guess my guess my most played games. Well, we'll do this. Oh, Forest, before we do that, uh, it says at the bottom of this page, it says based on my play history, there's a few games you might like. What do you think? What do you think those are? Oh gosh! Actually, Bloodstained Curse of the No, Moon. it's uh, I got okay. let's see, I got Kirby on there, I got Link's Awakening. Uh, actually, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You technically have that. Yeah, I do. That's it. I thought that was, you know, it it knows. All right, David, it's your turn. All right, what's my forest is cheating? Technically, I, I will not look at the reflection in your glasses. Um, what's my most played games? Well, we gotta have Luigi mm. on there. No, actually, oh. that's not too long of a game. Huh. I'm gonna say Fire Emblem. Yep, Fire Emblem is number one. Nice. Um, wow, was that this year? Hollow Knight. No, actually, but another two indie titles are on my top five. Mm. Oh, oh, Katana Zero. No, oh, actually, really, that's like two hours wow. long. But yeah, but he played it a lot from I what did. I was telling. I did. Man. I replayed uh, is Smash on there? No, actually. Oh my god! Because I don't have friends that come over and play Smash as much uh, as you do. Man, that's tough. So, so Pokemon is on there. Oh, okay. I was about to get to that. Um, there's one that should be pretty obvious. Um, has to do with comic books. Oh right, Ultimate Marvel Alliance Ultimate thing. Alliance, of course. Yes. Um, one of them is a Microsoft game that came over. Halo Reach. No, uh, <laughs> Cuphead. Yes, Cuphead. Huh. And what's, what's uh, the last one? Steam World Heist. Nice. Ah. I did play a lot of that game. <laughs> I replayed a lot of levels a lot too to grind. I love that game. Hmm. Um, I played 297 hours of Nintendo Switch. And I played 54 games. Holy cow. Jeez. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> a lot of them I beat because they Good. were tiny, they were indie tiny titles. Games. What? They were, they were they're little tiny boys. Yeah. Um, I spent the most time playing Nintendo Switch on September 1st, April 18th, and September 3rd. Hmm. Which is weird. My most time played was November with 40 hours uh, tied with August oh no wait June with 45 I don't know what came out in June Marvel yeah I think Marvel came out in June I think it's funny looking at this list so I was I was uh, in camp at camp the months of June and July and I still managed to collectively play the switch for 30 hours <laughs> um February and December were my least played. February with three hours and December with only one. Hmm. What came out? What? Yeah. That's weird. February Let's try to, like, it's weird to think. Like, what else? What are came you out in January that got me for 19 hours and know. then February, nothing? Hard to know. There was nothing that came out in February. I remember February being particularly dry. For the Switch, yes. March, because March is when Yoshi came out, or was it January? I don't know. We'll know from our year in review. So yeah. 
We might we um, might bring this back up then and figure it out. Forrest, what about you? Uh, so I didn't even start anything with the Switch until July 18th, okay. it says, because, you know, I didn't have one for the first half of the year. Uh, um, yeah, true. So it for some reason, it's only listing two of my most played games, even though I know I've played a lot more in some <laughs> others, but the number one smash bros and two is final fantasy seven hey hey yeah uh i played 57 hours which is minuscule and baby <laughs> compared to y'all's uh. uh 17 games and here here's the breakdown so wow you played 17 games yeah, i played 18 I games and i had 400 hours yeah i know hey crazy <laughs> But um, he- here's the breakdown for some hours. So July, I had 19 hours. August, 10 hours. And then September and October, I had 12 hours. And then November hits. And that's when I, like, I guess dove super into my schoolwork. Because I only had three hours in November. Yeah. Which is sad, to say the least. But I, in December so far, I've had zero. Because, again, just trying to survive, you know? So, yep. I'm a little I'm a little low, but I can make up for that over the break. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have though. All right. It's well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, they do this again this. next year because we'll, we'll be able to compare. Yes. I I hope so. I like this little year in review thing, and hopefully, it makes. Um. Hopefully it makes the other companies do something like this. That would be very nice. I would like to see that for my Xbox. Yeah. See how much time I put into DMC5 compared to the rest. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because I did play a lot of DMC5. All right, but so... But on my PlayStation. Um, what is this? Um, like a... More than a quarter of my 400 hours this year went into Tetris. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. Tetris and uh, and at least Pokemon and Fire Emblem mm. for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, those were all on the list. I already said them all. I just, I just wondered how much was Tetris. And that's a lot. Yes, it is. All right, Seth, with that, any final words? Mm. I got nothing. It's got a, a, I got a... I'll have to save my powers of prophecy until later. Until there's something that really needs it to be used. Yeah. I don't take I, I don't take this responsibility it. responsibility lightly. I'm not like Spider Man right. getting his uncle killed. <laughs> gotcha. That's rough. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Alright, well I'm glad you're using these powers responsibly. And with that, we always appreciate the support of you guys listening every week. And we hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and um, whatever you celebrate next week. We hope it's it's very fun and full of joy and cheer and all the good stuff. Yeah. And we will be back at some point the week after with our year in review episode, whether it's on actual New Year's or around that week, because it's going to be a little crazy. So We'll figure it out. Um, We'll figure it out, and we will let you know on the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, and our Discord, where we'll where we talk about video games all the time. And you know, I posted the Han Solo uh, and the Empire Today songs in the Discord. So unfortunately, yeah, really just un unearthed treasures there. Yep. So. Yep. All right, we will see you next week, and. Have a good holiday season. Bye. Final Fantasy VIII is the superior Final Fantasy. Goodbye.